friend. This is Giselle Beaumet, and you're listening to the Alchemy of the Human Experience, where we talk about everything having to do with mind, body, and spirit wellness, in particularly for busy people like you and like I. And if this is your first time being here, I want to give you a special thank you for listening and have a seat and get comfortable and get just super comfy as if you're sitting in my living room. And if you're back again, hello, hello, hello. Thank you for listening once again to the Alchemy of the Human Experience. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when you mess up in parenting and what do you do about it without sinking into guilt. Because when you sink into guilt, you're just stuck there. It's almost like a little self-pity party of guilt. You know, a lot of times people refer to it as mommy guilt. In fact, I remember when I had my first baby, my girl, my OBGYN at the six-week appointment, I think it was, she says something like, well, mommy guilt just comes with the package. And you know what? I actually repeated that over the course of several years. Not only did I believe it, that mommy guilt just came with the package of being a parent, but I also taught it to other people because I believed it to be true (laughs) until I realized it isn't true. Attaching ourselves to guilt and owning guilt and letting it enter into our bodies and enter into our being and then trying to operate from that place is truly just sending an invitation, joining the party for the thing called the little pity party of guilt. And not much good comes out of it. I mean, we end up just beating ourselves up. Think about it. Every time that you've had quote unquote mommy guilt or felt guilty about something that you did wrong and, and, and you know, you meant well, but you messed up in some way. And then you just had that guilt and then you owned it and kind of like invited it in. You have to be saying to yourself some negative things about yourself for that guilt to get all comfy and stay inside your body. Because if you were not doing that and instead you were moving from that, learning your lesson and talking in kindness with yourself, you wouldn't be feeling that guilt. So the only way that guilt stays put is because we feed it by letting it grow, by saying things unkind of ourselves and the actions that we took. Now, when you're a parent, you're going to mess up at times, obviously. So I'm going to tell you what happened with me. I have, at this point, I have three teenagers, one eight-year-old. And I was finding myself in particular um, with my second born, I was finding myself talking a little bit harshly to him, uh, a little too real, a little too real. You know, like I was talking to him as if we were both buddies, but the way that I was doing it when I was getting frustrated was unkind. I just wasn't being my greatest and I definitely was not being my higher self. Okay. And I was doing that for like two, three weeks before I realized, before it hit me, before I was like, huh, I don't think I like the sound of how I sound when I'm talking to him. And at the times when I'm getting frustrated and the things and the way that I'm talking to him, I don't, I don't, I'm not liking it. It's not feeling good. And it wasn't that it was, it wasn't feeling good 
all along, you know, I was feeling off, but then it just started to add up. So what I was doing in the course of those weeks was not listening to myself because I already knew that wasn't good, but I continued doing it. Right. So I wasn't listening to myself until I got to the point where I felt that guilt and it felt heavy and I had to reflect on it. So I had two choices at that time. And by the way, he had not pointed out to me because he's usually really good at pointing out to me when I'm messing up. My kids are really good at that, actually, um, at holding me accountable. And he had not. So I don't even know if you know, this real talking that we were doing to with each other and me in particular, being the adult, doing it back and it wasn't feeling the greatest and I wasn't being the kindest. I know energetically my son and I know energetically how I want to parent. And I also know what feels good and doesn't feel good within me. And so I knew I needed to change. I had two choices. I could have just sunk into the guilt and be like, oh my goodness, I'm a terrible parent. I've been such a bad mom. And, and then fed it a little bit more. Oh, well, I've also been really overwhelmed and I've had so much going on. And, you know, each kid is going through their own thing that they're going through. And I'm trying to juggle all four of them and the different faces that they're in. And I'm co-parenting and then I'm also writing a business. And, you know, I just suck as a mom. Like I can't, I failed my kid. And I could have sunk into that. I could have totally done that. I had done it in the past when I believed that mommy guilt just came with the package of being a parent, which meant I was accepting bringing all that crap into my body and feeling like crap about it and just talking negatively about myself. I don't do that anymore. I stopped doing that several years ago. I stopped telling people that guilt and parenting was something that we just have to live with because I do not believe that to be true. There's the awareness of, boom, you're not parenting the way you want to parent or me hearing myself talking to my son and saying to myself, this doesn't feel good. And it's definitely not how I want to see myself as a parent or how I want my child to experience me as a mother. I have to acknowledge that. I have to also acknowledge the empathetic part of that. Not And, and towards that, I mean, mm, I wonder how that must have felt for my son when, when I was being unkind in the way I was talking to him when I would get frustrated. And then I have to get into troubleshooting because it's not enough for me or for any other parent to just say, okay, I'm just not going to do that. There's a reason why I was doing that. Because I know how I am as a mother. I know how I want to be as a mother. I know who I am as a person. So why was I talking like that when I was getting frustrated? So I have to troubleshoot. I can't just say, all right, I'll just put it in little post-its. Talk kindly when you get frustrated. Because the moment I get frustrated, you know, that little post-it might as well just fly out the window. It's not going to matter because I didn't take care of the root of the reason why I was doing that. So I have to troubleshoot. So I did. I reflected and I would sat in stillness and try to think where is that frustration coming from? Because not necessarily about my son. And it definitely wasn't about whatever conflict we were having. Uh, my reaction was due to something else. Where is that? And then I reflecting and realized, hmm, 
you know what? I'm also having a hard time with the kind of content that I want to produce in my for my business, for granola babies. And I was finding that I was also getting frustrated with, for example, um, writing blog posts. Blog posts were taking me days to write. And I was having a hard time producing that content because really what I want to do is more of the podcast. And on top of that, I was also worrying about another situation in my life that was taking up a lot of mind space. And so... I'm finding other places where that frustration was playing out, right? So it was playing out with my business and this other situation in my life, plus also in my interactions with my son. So where are those coming from? And then I had to narrow it down even more. And I had to ask myself, okay, well, how often am I connecting to my higher wisdom? Am I doing it every day? Because I was doing it every day. That's like my best is when I'm doing it every day. Am I doing it every day? Nope. I had stopped for a while. My alarm was set for 5.30 pretty consistently. And I would get up and I would wake up my house, let the kids sleep. It just kind of like wake up the living room, do my rituals. And then I would meditate. And then I would go wake up the kids and then do the breakfast. And I was very, very consistent with that. But I had fallen away from that. And what I was doing was literally either snoozing to for another hour, <laughs> or I was just skipping my alarm completely. And then I was coming downstairs doing breakfast. And by the time I would drop off the kids at that point, I felt, you know, like, oh, no, I have to just start into work. And ooh, oh, look at that. There was no time to meditate. There was no time to connect, no time to journal. Oh, well. And what happens almost consistently all the time for me is that I end up then being a different version of myself in different parts of my life, such as what was happening and not feeling good about it. I had disconnected from my inner wisdom. So I had to do that thing called discipline. Because if you wait for motivation and you wait for inspiration, it's not going to happen. So you got to just do it. You got to just do it. So I started setting my alarm again for 5.30. The first couple of days I was hitting snooze for a couple of times and I barely had time to meditate, but I did, you know, like three, five minutes. But you know what mattered? That I was taking the action because those three, five minutes eventually led to the discipline of getting up the moment that alarm actually sounded. And so like, for example, this morning was ideal. My alarm went off, I got up and I did my ritual and my routines, how I used to do it. And I noticed the difference in how I felt over the course of last, you know, the last week or so I've been, I've been getting back to connecting to my inner wisdom. And then now I have the reminders of talking kindness to my son, even when we reach a conflict to talk in kindness. And I have a reminder that pops up every morning to remind me of that. But you know what? When it happens and when we have had conflict, I change how I talk. I change my reaction. I'm back to being and seeing myself how I want to be as a mother, how I want my son to experience me as a mother. And the only reason why it worked is not because of my little reminder that popped up, but because I troubleshooted and I realized where that was showing up in other parts of my life. And then I realized why those things were showing up is because I had disconnected from my inner wisdom. And so now I'm back. I'm back. 
back. <laughs> and now I connect to my inner wisdom every morning. And now I journal after my meditation. And now I'm back to feeling grounded and calm and at peace because I'm doing the maintenance work. And so when, because it's bound to happen, when you mess up as a parent, because you're going to mess up as a parent, you have the choice. You can decide oh, mommy guilt, parent guilt, dad guilt, and just beat yourself up over it, which will get you absolutely nowhere. Or you can accept, okay, this is not who I am at my core level and who I want to be. Why is it happening? Where is this showing up in other parts of my life? And what do I need to give to myself so that I can react and act and flow in my life and at different parts of my life the way that I want to be. So if you are finding yourself in a similar situation, try those steps and see how it goes. I would like to hear how it goes. I'm always interested in your journey, what you're up to, how's it going for you. I love it, love it, love it. When I get emails, I've listened to this podcast and here's what I'm working on. Or when you send me a DM, you can reach me on Instagram. You can go to granolababies.com and send me an email. Just connect with me. I will be happy to hear you. Now, there is a freebie. So if you don't know what I mean by connecting Connecting to your higher wisdom, just go to granolababies.com. I'll put the link on the show notes. And there is currently, as of today, the day of recording, I have a free guided meditation that connects you to your wisdom, to your inner wisdom. I've had numerous people go through that and tell me, oh my goodness, I connected to my inner wisdom. I'm following through. And so grab that if you have not already. Thank you once again for listening. If you could do me the greatest favor and leave a five-star review for the podcast so that other parents and other people, other busy people in the world going through this human experience together and needing that mind and body spirit wellness can tap into this podcast. And one of the ways they can do that is when you review the podcast and leave a five-star review. If this was helpful, go ahead and share it to a friend as well. And if you'd like, you can also find me on Instagram at Giselle Bome. And don't forget to grab that freebie at granolababies.com. Connect to your higher wisdom and let me know how it goes. My friend, be well.